You are listening to the podcast series for Mission to Amish People. Mission to Amish People is a Christian ministry with a threefold purpose of evangelizing and discipling Amish and former Amish, helping Amish people who leave their communities by helping them transition into the English world, and by presenting the ministry to churches nationwide. You can find out more about Mission to Amish People by going to their website at www.mapministry.org. This podcast is part three of three and entitled Seven Components to a Rich Prayer Life by Joe Keim. Which we're told is confession. Now you look, now that you have awed God, you turn your eyes on yourself and you start to search your own heart and you realize that, hey, wow, I have a long ways to go. And and Chris, would you read verse number five, six or verse five again? You don't have to stand, but just read it out. Which one? Uh, Isaiah 6, 5. Uh, if you don't have it, that's cool. Isaiah says, then said I, whoa, is me. He saw God. God allowed him to see up into heaven. And the holiness of God made the posts tremble. He didn't even have to say anything. He didn't even have to hear anything. It was just like the holiness went out. And the posts began to tremble. And then Isaiah says, I am a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of a people that also have unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. So confession is number two. Okay, number three. Uh, Jonathan, go ahead, stand up, read the verse, and then tell us what is the third component. Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And what I got was love God. Love God, okay. Your correct answer. But it's two words. So let me give you the one word. It is adoration, which means loving God. Adore Him. God wants... You mean, well, I just got done worshiping Him. Now I got to adore Him. Matthew says... Love the Lord thy God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. And at this point, esteem God above all. And he likes to hear it, by the way. He, and you know why he created you? Sam, you preached on it last week. To worship him. To worship him. And he alone is and he alone is worthy. It's all about him. Are you getting that? It's not about my want. And so what happens when I get down on my knees and I say, Lord God, you just saw what I went through. God, help me. Lord, give me wisdom. Lord, uh, help me. When you are really supposed to go down on your knees and say, forget what I'm going through. Seek God and His righteousness first. He wants you to worship Him. He wants you to adore Him and esteem Him above all others. That's what real 
prayer is about. Okay, let's go to number four. Number four, Levi and Miriam. Would you stand up, read number whatever you had. One through six? Yes, yes. Yeah. Psalms 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty expanse. Praise Him for His mighty deeds. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with trumpet sound. Praise Him with harp and lyre. Praise Him with the timbrel of the dancing. Praise Him with string instruments and pipe. Praise Him with loud cymbals. Praise Him with resounding cymbals. That everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What are we supposed to do, Levi? That's a tough one. <laughs> It's pretty easy. We're supposed to praise God, but it's, I guess the one word would be praise. Amen. The one word is praise. So that's your fourth component of a rich prayer life. Now, so far I've worshipped God, I've adored God, and now I have praised Him. And you say, well, that's a whole lot about God and a very little about me. What about poor little me? Well, you can stand there on, or get on your knees and, and think about yourself and pray for yourself. And you can keep on doing that. God but, already knows. God already knows. You need. And you know what happens a lot of times, Levi? I think in my own life, God doesn't seem to answer what is so important to me. And you know what? All the time he's saying... I am number one. I want you to worship me. Seek my righteousness and my kingdom. Don't worry about what you need. I know what you need. And I will give you all of your needs. I will supply all of your needs. But you've never did number one. You've never worshipped me. You've never adored me. You have forgotten that I made this day for you. And I want to be praised because it is a good day. And that's what prayer is about. Now let's keep going. Number five. The fifth component to a rich prayer life is uh, Andy. Did you have, or Esther, did Andy got five. First Thessalonians 5.18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, it says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Andy, I told you the wrong thing. I don't know what I was thinking. You had the right answer, though, if you can remember. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Thank you, Andy. Your fifth component is Thanksgiving. Uh, and did you hear what he says? Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With Thanksgiving, let your requests be made, be made known unto God. Notice that he says, be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer. And then he gives thanks for it immediately. You know, before it even happens, Lord, thank you for hearing me. Thank you for answering my prayer. Amen. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. Number six. And Esther, what? go ahead and read the verse. And then tell us, what is the sixth component? For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in earth 
in heaven and saying, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Okay, before you go to the next passage, what is happening here? <laughs> what, what, is, what is going on here? He starts out with, I bow my knees to the Father. What is happening here? What happens when you bow your knees? You're humbling yourself. You're humbling yourself, but you're going to prayer. And he says in verse number 16, Esther, how does, he, how does 16 and 17 say? That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. That you be rooted and grounded in love. What is Paul doing here? Is he praying for himself? He is talking about Christ and... Okay, he's making intercession. That's your next word. So after you, you give thanksgiving, then you have intercession. You see that, Esther? That he would grant you, he's talking to the church, he's praying, he's down on his knees, and he says, my prayer, dear God, is that you would grant my fellow Christian, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in their hearts, in other words, what you're doing next, Nestor, you can be seated, is you are making intercession for someone else. Now, we have it, so far, we have a component number one is what? Worship. Number two? Worship. Confession. Number three? Adoration. Adoration. Number four? Praise. Praise. Number five, do you see, have we talked about my needs yet? It's number seven, isn't it? Number seven is, okay, finally it's my turn. You mean I've had to wait all this time? Yes, our problem, problem is we start out with this and we end up with this. And then we wonder, why doesn't God care? Are you, are you, is it falling into place? Listen to the words. Let your, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. God does care about your needs. And he, and he, and he does say, pray and ask for your daily bread. It's okay. God help me to be protected from evil. That's in the prayer. But your seventh one is, then it's your turn. Now go ahead and request. Give your requests to God. Okay, we're almost done. Got one more question for you. When you pray, do you usually expect God to grant your request? Do you? Absolutely. Why would you ask if you wouldn't expect him to grant? Okay. So Sam says, absolutely. Bob says, not really. Hmm? What about the church? When they were praying for Peter, and he came to the door, 
They said, no, that's not him. That's just a ghost. Well, I can put myself in their shoes. There are times when I'm strong and I can, I believe that God is going to answer. But there are quite a few times when I'm with Bob, Lord, I've been begging you. And it's probably because I have been concentrating on our, we, I, myself, and I, and my needs. And I've not done what he wants me to do. Does God always agree with what I think that are my needs? He may not always agree. He may be truly concerned about my needs, but what I think that are my needs may not really be my needs sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, we can be thankful that God truly understands our needs better than we do. Mm -hmm. I've heard people say, boy, I prayed, I thought this was my going to be my marriage partner. I loved her and I prayed and I asked God please give me her and it just wouldn't work out and I went through a hard time but I finally let go and married somebody else and later years looked over and said boy I am thankful God didn't answer my request. And Bob, Bob must have had a similar experience. Same experience. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other thing that you might want to keep in mind is sometimes God says no. That's just as much an answer as yes. Sometimes he says maybe or wait. I guess it's the second one. No, wait, or yes. So those are the three possibilities. You know which one I don't like? Uh, you know which one I like the worst? Wait. Wait. <laughs> later. Okay, you said no, I'll accept that, or yes, but when it's later, you're holding the bag. Lord, are you saying no, yes, or are you saying wait? And anyways. Okay, the next time you pray, remember what we studied today. And I want to, uh, for you that don't have internet, I want to give you uh, one of these. I, I would really, really actually uh, give you one. And Sam, I'm going to uh, email you this. But this is the lesson, but it's even, Andy, this is for you. I would encourage you, I would desperately encourage you to read this. It's good. It will reaffirm what we studied today and even much more. It's, it's, it's really good. If you want to know how to pray, read that. Use it for your devotions, whatever. Okay, any other comments? Anything you'd like to say? About... Uh, Real good. This looks good. Excellent. Yes. Good. Awesome. Kind of like at the beginning, you know, you asked this out of what whole list, you know, really we focus on truthfully, and I said, look. Yeah. I wish everybody was as honest as you, Bob, because that is exactly, if we're honest, that's our thing right there. We pray because we want something changed or fixed in my life. God, I can't stand this chop one more day. 
God says, you haven't worshipped me yet. <laughs> Lord, we thank you for giving us the pattern of prayer. And help us, Lord. We are weak and feeble-minded and selfish. We really, truly are. But God, with your help, we can overcome that. And this message was for all of us. Help us, dear God, to have a rich prayer life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mapministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.